And uh, welcome to episode 124 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. 124, damn. That's a, that's a lot. Doesn't it feel like we were just at 100 like a day ago? You know? Yeah. Like You know what? We just have a lot of content and, you know, we're, we're happy to be here each week. But you know who isn't happy to be here each week is Luke. Luke, he hates being here each week. He's getting grumpy. He's being grumpy. Oh, boohoo. I can't. I can't do it this week. So, and I don't talk. So, what's he even busy know? doing? What is he busy doing? What What is he doing? He's I have not no idea. Shit. He ain't doing shit. He's definitely not doing anything. It's not like I he's agree. seeing any girls. Said, like we know that got, for certain. Yeah, I know. He said I got plans or something like that. What, what is he doing? No he's still plans. messaging us. Is he busy living that downtown life? Yep. Whatever they do there. Yeah. Whatever. That's Nonsense. our boy. Nonsense. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Not that it makes much of a difference, because as we always joke about, he doesn't talk after the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically banters. He has his yeah. banter, and then he just tunes sits it out. There, watches well, Netflix. Did we get the episode? Did we get the episode out last week? Because we he did. Forgot to edit we it. did. Yeah. I saw. Okay. Yeah, I I saw that. Uh, You're checking in on him. Yeah, I was just <laughs> honestly, check. I was just curious. <laughs> Most of the time, I wouldn't it... check. I but I was just like, did he do it this time? Did he really like? But he's a fast forward. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't listen. Is it I didn't listen, so that's yeah. a good point. So I didn't listen to it, so it could just be backwards or some shit, and I wouldn't know. So it is the first day of November. There are two things that happen in November, uh, Movember, and you know what the other one is. <laughs> Ty is not going to achieve either. <laughs> Ty has already failed the one. <laughs> he, already, he already failed the one 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh is so <laughs> No, it's because he knows it's never. true. That laugh is, ah, no, ah, oh, shit, you called me <laughs> oh, out. Yeah. I'm right. You're right. Uh, 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 uh. That's what that laugh is for anyone yes. listening. 100%. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, the first month of this month-ish of the season's over. Um, you know, we, we have a little bit we can talk about. Um, Eric also wanted to talk about a post that I sent from Twitter mm-hmm. about NHL team valuations going up three times, being triple what they were in 2020, I think it was. No, 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 no. not triple. Was, no, 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 sorry, revenue was triple. Yeah, sorry. revenue would triple, yes, for sure. But that's because, and we, like we've always yeah. talked about revenue, you know, NHL teams, where did they get all their revenue from? From fucking stadium sales, right? They don't make a lot of money. Well, they're making a lot more money from TV now than they were before, but yeah. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about, you know, our first month, uh, how how things are going around the National Hockey League. 
some surprises like Tage Thompson and Rasmus Dahlin and you know so, so, the whole so, Buffalo and Buffalo also team. and also uh, the Senators officially being up for sale. Martin sent that yeah. to us earlier today, so that's big. So big news as well. So let's start off. So with... I think we should start off with the edit, the report from Sportico because I think that went around. So it's a report by Sportico talking about the NHL valuations. Um, basically, uh, like Ty said, revenues were nearly three times higher than the prior year. That's mostly because, you know, you didn't get a lot of stadium sales last year. Now you get the stadium sales and you get the new NHL um, ESPN deal. So that also added a substantial amount of revenue to teams. So that's a good sign because uh, the players have also largely paid off what they owed NHL teams to keep the 50-50 revenue intact. So by next season, I think they would have paid it off. So there is a good chance that the cap starts to rise fairly quick, at least quicker compared to the last couple of years. Um, but the also interesting thing is the average NHL franchise now is on average worth $1 billion, which is the first time it's actually crossed the billion-dollar mark. Well... I think that's pretty impressive. Well, not well, not as well, maybe not impressive, but um, compared to other leagues, it's not great. But yeah. you know, it's probably the smallest of the four big sports now. Yeah, and the it's it, yeah. Sorry, continue. Sorry, no, no. You can. You know, saying like I was just going to read a couple like other stats yeah. from uh, from the article. So basically. Nashville Predators 15 years ago bought the the owners bought the team for 175 million dollars, so 15 years, and now it is worth roughly 775 million dollars. So that's a nice seven x or six x increase, basically, on their investment uh, before. NHL team uh, values are up nine percent from a year ago. Um, and that's partly because of obviously the TV, the new TV deal, and everything like that. And the Leafs are the highest valued team in the league with two billion dollars, basically. How much are the cents worth, Martin? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I guess we'll I see. I, ties into the ties into another topic. We'll talk. Yeah. About. I don't know if it's been posted. Yeah, but, but they're selling that. But the other thing to consider is is that there's what a team is worth and what a team will be bought for. And those two things are always vastly different. Because remember, like for an example, for an example, uh, the Clippers, the Clippers were bought a few years ago in the NBA, right? And they went like, I forget what the uh, exact total was, but I think they went like two or three times for two or three times higher than what their actual value was according to you know whatever um, resource you want to use, Forbes or anywhere. Yeah, exactly, anywhere else. So it's. Sports teams are a very unique case where the actual value of the team doesn't actually mean anything because people just want to own sports teams. So when you sell a sports team, you're going to get whatever someone wants to pay for it, and they don't typically look at the fundamentals of the business like they would at you know any other business typically. So the sense could be worth $400 million, 
but be sold well, sends- for eight hundred million dollars. You know. That uh, that Sportico article says the Sens are worth six hundred fifty-five yeah. million. And that's crazy. And there's a very good chance they go for more than that, right? Like, oh, there's a very they will good go chance for way more than like, that. It would be. That means those two two girls are getting even richer. Holy crap! Yeah, they're gonna. They they don't have. I mean, you know, they have it good. They have to sure. pay off. They already of, had it good. They have but... to pay off all of Eugene's debts, don't they? Yeah, I don't know about the debt situation, but uh, I'm just talking shit. Regardless, (laughs) but the team buying the um the the people buying the team take on the debts too, right? So that's counted for in their valuation what they pay for it. Yeah, I think that the NHL the salary cap is going to stay the same. Or it's going to go up by like two million, even with all this said, because the owners are greedy little pricks. Mm-hmm. Well, the they don't care. The um average, so the average value, so it's actually interesting because what Sportico also has on the the uh, the article there is they have like the average value of all these different teams. So like the MLS, NBA, NFL, MLS, and uh, obviously NHL. And the NHL's average value for a franchise is $1 billion, which is mm-hmm. only higher than the average MLS franchise. So baseball's, uh, baseball's $2.3 billion, yeah. so that's double. NFL's $4 billion, so quadruple. And then the NBA's $2.5 billion, so you know, one and, a half to- uh, one and a half times. But the interesting thing is it's beside those values is the average value to revenue multiple. So what that basically means is for every like million dollars in revenue, what what is that valued at? So for an NHL team, if they make a million dollars in revenue, that equal that equates to about five million dollars in NHL team value. So that's what that's what they're valuing you at. But it's interesting because if you look at all the other leagues, all the other leagues get way higher multiples. So the average NHL team, they make a million dollars. That adds five million dollars to their um, uh, value, right? So, if a hundred million dollars in revenue, five hundred million dollars is the is what the NHL team would be worth, roughly. But if you have a hundred million dollars of revenue in the MLS, you're worth a billion dollars instead of five hundred million dollars. Isn't that what? That isn't that what? fascinating? <laughs> because I think the MLS is like getting hugely popular, especially as I don't think we've said this. Um, you know, if you go back, I think we talked about MLS a couple times at least mm-hmm. in regards to the, the, the North American soccer market. Yep. But I think that as they get as get better players come here yep. earlier on in there, it's not like a retirement party, right? It's it's, it's like not a retirement league anymore. Yeah. Like it partly is still, yeah. but it's not, partly it's, not is. it's not the same. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of guys coming here, you know, in the you know late primes of their career, like TFC got Insigne and and uh bernadeski mm-hmm. you know f- coming off of it playing in in syria yep. right and good players and in syria good too. players yeah, not and, stars you know, but the, good players on the italian national team yep. right and they're here in toronto and they're they're like the highest paid athletes i think there's all oh, this also kind of ties into the other the other uh the other post that you made a couple of weeks ago but like you know it was just uh, a chart of the highest paid players in toronto 
Yeah, yeah. On all the teams. And then and Matthews and Marner are like 20th or something. Yeah. Not 20th, yeah. but like whatever that number of, was. Yeah, like And those are 14th two, or something. Yeah. two better players in the league. And you have guys like literally the Jays, one of their worst pitchers is making more than Austin Matthews. <laughs> but that was a that's just a really bad contract. It's a bad I contract, guess. yes. But also it's just kind of like <laughs> the Jays' worst pitcher. Yeah. Starting pitcher. You say Kikuchi is making more than yes. probably the – third so, best second third best player in the nhl yeah and the people confused over like why that is so every single business every single industry has different multiples on revenue so what that means is if you're a uh let's say you're a for, uh, a plumber right and you have a plumbing business you're going to be valued by your basically what your profit is so and you'll get like you know 4x your profits, 5x your profits, 7x your profits, something like that, right? And then you have a certain amount that you'll probably get valued at like what your revenue is. So if your revenue is $2 million, you'll probably get valued around $2 million. But that changes from industry to industry. So if you're in software, you're not going to get valued times your profits. You're going to get valued times your revenue. So if you make $100 million in revenue, you're going to get valued at anywhere from 5 to 20x that. So it's the same, and basically that's because of both a combination of the margins as a business. So, you know, software margins are higher than manual labor margins. And it also depends on growth, which is what I was going to point to here, which is the NBA and the MLS are growing way faster than the NHL will. Over the next five years, over the next 10 years, I think most people will bet that those leagues will grow in revenue more than the NHL will, right? And Especially cool. once Messi buys a team. Yeah, exactly, right? Like if, if Messi, <laughs> dude, Messi comes to the MLS, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's open season on like you know, MLS gonna, teams and stuff. You know, Bron's Beckham has buy a one. Team. Beckham has one. You know, Messi will have one. You know, all you know, all the stars will. And so, it's it's. It's seen not just in like, oh, we're just saying, you know, MLS team, LMLS is going faster. It's clearly seen in the numbers that all of these publications are valuing MLS revenue higher than they do NHL because of either they're going to make more profit or they're going to grow faster. And my guess is it's probably both. MLS also has the advantage, like their user upkeep, like... Easier to fucking run a soccer stadium and as opposed to running an NHL. Somewhat, ring. I mean, I guess it depends on the area and stuff. You know, not if that you have real not grass that, that has versus, much to do with. You know, if you have turf, obviously it's super easy to maintain. If you have real grass, it's a little bit more expensive. You know, there's all those like nuances. Not by much. <laughs> uh, gra- but grass, grass isn't. Grass can be grass pretty expensive, expensive depending because yeah. it's weather. You know, weather is the yeah. issue. But uh, regardless, right? Like, irrigation. What this is looking at is saying like. Every, you know, I don't know if baseball is going faster than the NHL is. I don't think they were. Um, I think baseball is. I guess is MLB is shrinking. Yeah. Would be my guess. I don't think, I don't think they're shrinking. They might, no. I think they're definitely moving to older, older demographics, but so is the NHL. And I think what people are going to be looking at when it comes to their revenue multiples is, are your fans young? Are your fan? do your fans have money? And are you growing? And this is clearly like, these numbers are clearly saying the MLS is where the growth is going to be over the next decade compared to every other league. That's basically what these numbers are saying. They're saying, you know, the MLS is going to grow faster than everywhere else. And the MLS, you know, it's, it, 
soccer has never really been that huge in Canada. But if, you know, Canada has a great World Cup. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If, you know, there's all these, like, things that could happen. The World Cup's coming to Canada and the USA in four years. Lots more soccer. Lots, lots, lots more soccer fans over the next 10 years are coming than the NHL. NHL can't even... Yeah, I mean... Canada has some of the biggest diversity in the world. Exactly, right? And a lot of that diverse population loves soccer. Yeah. And so it's going to be huge for... The MLS, the MLS has a lot of good things coming for them. NHL, other than the big TV deal, which definitely helps in terms of revenue, we are, you know, and it probably will help get a couple more fans, but there's bigger headwinds coming for soccer and there's bigger headwinds for the NBA than there are for soccer because who watches the NBA? More diverse audiences and younger people. Who watches the NHL just has an older audience that is and they're kind of white. They're right. They're you're fighting against their, demographics. Yeah, they're pushing away their base too. Exactly. By going as quote unquote soft. Yeah. <laughs> as some people would say. Um, yeah, they're they're losing people on both sides. They're not getting the younger people and the yeah. that they need, and they're losing older people because you know they're not killing players anymore and letting them just yeah. kill each other on the ice and everything like that. So it's like they're in a we're kind of difficult spot right now. And that's clear, you know, the numbers are showing it like straight up. This isn't an opinion anymore. This is the numbers are clearly showing there's headwinds for a bunch of other sports. There aren't many headwinds coming for the NHL right now. The NHL can't even get to the freaking Olympics, man. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the, whereas like, you know, every other team has, or every other sports has a major national tournament right yeah international tournaments right nhl can't sort that out and when they did it was like lame the world cup of hockey and was that 2015 2016 now the 2016 and they're gonna they're bringing that back i'm pretty sure they've been saying that for how long it's on 2022 they straight up were not saying it and then they're actually saying it well because they should have gone to the olympics but you know what that's besides the point we (laughs) talked about how disappointing that was yeah that's not let's not go back to that we've read that enough I mean, baseball has like baseball is big. Where baseball gets a lot of growth still is like like they get a lot of Latin American um, support. Japanese, right? Japanese as well, right? Like Dominican, Mexico, and then Japan, Korea, big, huge there, and that's why you see all these stars come from those countries, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's obviously huge in the USA, and somewhat in Kemi mean, when the Blue Jays are good, it's you get a huge baseball support here um i don't go i don't really know where i'm going with this but it just feels like you don't get the same thing with the nhl yeah i the uh do you guys want to move on from this topic and talk uh yeah. sense we're done talking finance talking, yeah talking i mean we're about yeah. to go back to finance <laughs> with the sense anyways so the the interesting part about the senators is that their value jumped 21% in the past year, um, which is the is the highest in the league, basically, um, over the course of the last year. And that is basically driven exclusively, I would probably say, by um, the arena agreement, right? Like getting that LeBreton Flats uh, locked down, right? Like that's basically, that's the only thing that's changed really in the organization. 
right? Well, they're going to sell out games now. Yep. <laughs> like... Yeah, and they're going to have it right downtown. They'll be able to charge higher ticket prices. You know, they have a whole population yeah. of like 200,000 in the close area of being in Canada to a population. I'm not 100% sure what's in the... Probably double that. Triple. Yeah. Triple, yeah. And so people actually want to go there and spend the night yeah. downtown. Un- yeah, unfortunately, that means gone are the days where you could get a ticket to see Ottawa versus some well, random team for still have to build eight dollars rink and stuff. Yeah, so it's not, it'll still be cheaper. It'll still be cheaper tickets for sure. Um, it's not going to be the Leafs in terms of ticket prices, no. and you know, at the same time, I mean. It's the Senators. No, it's not like they have a gigantic fan base. Anyways, they will I mean, sell I, out I games now. Sell, though. I bet they sell out. They will. They will. Most games. They will, and it won't even just be because house. they have a ton of ha- fans. It'll be because they're right downtown, and it's like, what? Uh, what are we gonna do on yeah, a Thursday night? Too. Yeah, we go out. We watch a game. We go to a restaurant. We, you know, the whatever. only people mad are the two hundred thousand that live in Canada. <laughs> And it might be more than 200 now, but <laughs> there's only mad people. Yeah, this. and nobody wants to, like, there's, like, that one road that you go down to get to the freaking stadium and leave, and you're just stuck in traffic oh, yeah. for literally, like, two hours trying to leave the game because everyone yeah. can only use that one freaking road. There's only one, yeah. that one road of the stadium is just hell. Yeah. And it's either your only options are to drive or a freaking bus, which is still driving because you have to still go down that same road or walk it. And the walk is fucking awful because it's freaking Ottawa in winter. And you have to park really far away. Like I've parked, I've parked in like the Kelsey's and walked. Yeah. And that's like a half hour walk. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that a 30, 40 minute walk? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one time we hiked it to like the bus next bus stop or something, and it, yes. we were walking for like an I've hour. That, I've done that multiple times. Yeah, and then that bus to to back to downtown is like forty five minutes. Yep. Like it's yeah, it takes short. forever. Yeah, <laughs> and then you still have to walk from the bus stop to wherever you live yeah, to. It's so it's like it yeah. takes you like three hours to get home after a game, <laughs> and you just freeze to death in the process because it's like minus. And you're sober hours. now, and it's yeah, yeah you're sober. You're like you're you're sober before, like basically by the time you leave the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awful. It's an awful. Beers were ten dollars at the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just all bad. Exactly. All bad. There's nowhere to drink before the game. Yeah, there. it's a mess. So anyways, you know, them selling the stadium, it'll be good. Or not selling the stadium, uh, going to the new one will be good. I wonder what will replace it there. Like if they're going to do anything with it, that'll be interesting to see with the old stadium. Because it's they basically bring, like, like they what do you bring do with Bel- it? They should bring Belleville there. So now you have both hmm. right there. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean that's a really big stadium for Belleville, <laughs> but I, I think it would it's, cost it's them It's a too really much. big stadium for everything. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, like I think like, that's the problem with stadiums and that kind of infrastructure. It's that like yeah. once you're done with it, if a team doesn't need a stadium anymore, there's yeah. nothing once really it's done, you can it's do with it. Just sits there. Yeah, just, just like the like Brazil. Yeah, the World yeah. Cup or the Olympics. World Cup and Olympics, Olympics and stuff. Yeah, whenever. Leave it just sits, yeah exactly so that's going to be an issue they'll probably have to like tear it down i'm guessing and build something else there condos or some shit but yeah um moving on from this what do you guys want to talk buffalo 
who yeah well you could talk about buffalo we could talk about the atlantic in general sure. talk about leafs again because <laughs> they're still sucking <laughs> it doesn't make sense okay no buffalo. let's not okay. let's not do leafs let's not do okay. leafs firstly okay. how insanely good is florida i'm sorry i i doubted florida i'm sorry the yeah. team that everyone thought was gonna you know take a step back and what you know you could have bet money you could bet probably bet a lot of money on them not being as good is still good. pretty damn good. Yep. I mean, Maurice Maurice actually hasn't changed the way they played, which is actually huge. Which is shocking. The yeah. guy who has the most losses in, in NHL coaching history. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – I mean, I think Florida fans are really happy with that because they uh, – they – they don't have to deal with that, but also let's remember the Panthers aren't like killing it right now. They're not doing. They're not they're killing it really well. But, but they, they didn't they like are, fumble yeah. the bag, you know. Like they didn't like just. That's because Kachuk's doing. It's yeah, really that's what I was well. gonna say. Like Kachuk is is the guy owns the the low slot area. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like he is a force, and you know they they're routinely dominating possession still right like they were last year yeah. they put up what almost 60 shots against ottawa the other day yeah they, they, yeah, they yeah i remember that watching game. that going like yeah you have 50 shots with like 10 minutes left still jesus christ you're just laying it on them yeah like i think that, was, that whole, like i said in the chat that whole game it didn't seem like ottawa was behind the eight ball at any point really it was like yeah, sure, they're putting up shots, but it was like enter zone shot. Maybe get another shot. And yeah. Then Ottawa gets the puck. Like Ottawa wasn't getting like it didn't feel like Ottawa was getting dominated. Let's say. Well, anyway, I'm just saying that Florida looks good. I think good the the one we I've really seen. have to apologize for is somewhat doubting the Bruins and they're eight and one right now, like just dominating and, the division. And they're without Mc Charlie McAvoy. and yeah, Marshall. This, this is without two of their. Four best players, basically. Yeah. 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 So, you know, they're, they could, they could run away with the division. <laughs> they're already, they already have a four point lead. Like that's a, that's actually a very big lead for the NHL. because Pasternak is tearing this league apart right now. Yeah. What, what's his stats right now? Seventeen points. Jesus in nine games. Yeah, seven goals. Pasternak just Pasternak didn't have the best year last year. I feel, and this year no, he's just fucking. It just he just turned it on. He's like, okay, Marchand isn't here. And, you know, I gotta fucking dominate. So he's doing really well. Yeah, and the Sabers are in second place in the division. Who would have guessed that? That is that is crazy, and yesterday. I don't know if you saw them. Absolutely, I mean, it's it's still it's still say what you want about the Red Wings, but they killed the Red Wings. Tage Thompson put up six points yesterday. Jesus three Christ, goals, six three points! Yeah. Oh my god! You know that? And no, they know. were like, I was watching three the highlights. Yeah. They were like insane goals he was scoring. This guy, I mean, again, sorry that we we should say sorry. Yeah, to did Tage we have to Thompson. apologize for Tage? For uh, yeah, I mean, if what he... contract is this? This guy goes a one and done. No. I mean, he was pretty quiet to start the year, but then just went off yesterday. What's his? What's he at right now in terms of points? 
Martin probably posited. He has five goals of oh, six goals and six assists. Okay, so he's but well, six of those points well were yesterday. Over, yeah, so yeah, twelve. So he had 12 six points. points in eight games before that, which is still really good. Yeah, still and there yeah. It, it's it's pretty crazy to see like the difference that you know, I guess young players coming up and a coach that seems to have a bit of a clue out there as yeah. opposed to you know their prior years that were they were just well skinner is also actually doing what skinner... jeff skinner is supposed to do and this is his second year in a row of kind of doing and what that's jeff actually skinner's this is the do. first time in a while where he's if he continues this the first time in like forever that he has two good years in a row because <laughs> skinner is notorious for his good year bad year good like it was almost like clockwork like you could just anticipate if he had a good year he's gonna have a shitty year the next year and if like he puts he's a up very two interesting good seasons together it's great he's very interesting because he was like written off like they were trying to get rid of him and his contract and now it's like you could probably trade him you could probably and you could definitely justify his you can definitely justify his contract right now. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And one one other big surprise. I mean, we talked about uh, Rasmus Dahlin the other day, but how about the revitalization of Eric Carlson? Eric Carlson's killing it right now. Like arguably has been the best offensive defenseman in the NHL this year. On unfortunately San Jose, but he's Yeah like again insanely good and that's why like a lot of people are like looking at the team and they're like are looking at carlson's right and they're like you know what this would be a fun guy to get for this year if we don't need to worry about paying him for the next yeah like the issue is five years like but if if it was like if he was on a two-year deal like every team would be in on that there was if there was some way to get out of his contract, like absolutely every team would be lining up for him because San Jose is like pretty open to moving everybody. Yeah. I mean, San Jose would love to move him, but yes. you can't bring in Carlson at 11.5 for five more years or four more years after this one. Like you can't. <laughs> Unfortunately, but, but he, he has been so yeah. good. He's been but, so you know, good. And imagine love him right now. It. We all, I think we all love to see it. And it would be crazy to see him in the playoffs because he might rip it apart. Oh my god! The last time he was yeah. in, he ripped it apart. <laughs> he almost last, he had a con smite vote. The uh, the last couple out. times he went into yeah. the playoffs, he ripped it apart. Like even with yeah. San Jose, his first year there, he killed it in the playoffs. What was his? Uh, yeah, he had sixteen points in nineteen games in yeah. his one year in the playoffs at San Jose, and right now eleven points in eleven games. He's just killing it. Six goals. You know he's he's not going to keep up that pace. He's not putting up forty, but yeah, he's he's revitalized. He's definitely he been is. the best offensive defenseman in the NHL this year, which is crazy. I mean, Darlene, though, Darlene. I'd say Carlson's been 12, better. Twelve and nine. Yeah, and... I think Carlson's been a little bit better because Darlene at least has a team around him. That <laughs> sorry, not a team around. Him. He has some guys that are just killing it around him. Whereas Carlson doesn't really have that on his team, but Carlson's also been awful defensively. Still, I mean, like, what do you expect? Still, like absolutely terrible defensively. So it balances yeah, I, out. I saw a, hi- a highlight of his uh, one of his goals. I think it was against the Leafs, the breakaway. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, it. It starts with him in the defensive end, and it's just 
an awful defensive play. Like he doesn't do anything, yeah, but gets the breakaway, gets, gets the breakaway, and scores a sick goal. So it's like, oh, erase the defensive play. <laughs> and that, but that's Where always been Carlson. Awful. <laughs> that's always been Carlson too, which I love. He was a better. He was better defensively. He was better defensively, but now he's like now he doesn't care. I mean, not that he doesn't care, but like it's it is what it is at this point. Yeah. And I wanted to say one last thing: is did anybody see the game at in Arizona or the games in Arizona? Did we talk about the arena situation? No, on the podcast last week. I think it happened after. Yeah. What a fucking mess! Jesus Christ. That I didn't watch joke. the games. I heard is, I heard there were shadows and stuff on the ice. It is an absolute joke, the state of the I mean, everyone's like, oh, it's temporary, blah, blah, blah. But literally, you could go to Martin's arena two blocks down the street in Kingston, Ontario, and have better facilities than whatever these teams are having. Yep. Also, did I just lose Martin on my screen? Because I think I just did. Oh, Martin went offline. I went offline He's here. for a little. I'm still here. Uh-oh. Can you hear we me? Have to stop. Oh, I got to stop and go over again. Yeah. Baby. So Martin disconnected. Didn't pay his Wi-Fi bill. Um, but we're back. He he just sorted it out with Rogers. I have Bell. Okay, he just sorted it out with Bell. And uh, we're back. So what we were saying was Arizona facilities, absolute joke. Like you saw the um pictures of the quote-unquote dressing room that's literally tarp put up yep put up and the stalls quote-unquote stalls for the players man it's it looks so bad like i can't believe they went into the nhl season like that like i i i've never i've been to quite a few rinks and i've never seen like it's a joke (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. And like, it's what I wanted to make a comment of on is it's crazy how I don't know if every media person, you know, who has credentials and is covering a team or Arizona, mm-hmm. you know, got direction from the NHL, but like they are absolutely shilling for Arizona and saying this is great, right? Like, you go on I Twitter, know. every reporter who's there and, you know, is like a, for the team as he's credentialed for the team is saying oh yeah. this is so great this 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 atmosphere i'm so excited to be they here must be yeah like the league must be telling them they, there's no other way there's no fucking way and like, they're like justifying awful. the dressing rooms by saying oh it's temporary it'll be on on elliot's pod 32 um <clears throat> he said he said he got a note from a, a border governor and and the border governor is like why the hell are you guys talking up Arizona? Like we should be saying this for what it is. It's shit. It's, it's a dog disaster. shit that a, a professional hockey, a professional sports league has to play in something that's not owned by them or not at least up to professional standards. Like yep. it's actually you're a playing joke. at a university. And arena. We should be saying it's yeah. a joke. At a, like it's a joke. A university arena, <laughs> five thousand people in the stands. And have you seen the ticket prices? Yeah, yep. and the worst part. And you're sitting on the benches. Yeah, you're sitting right? on bleachers, like, sitting like high school bleachers. <laughs> and the worst uh, part is they could end up with Bedard, and Bedard's going to be playing in a f- university stadium. 
for the next three or four years, however long it takes. To Bernard might really like it. What are they? Yeah. <laughs> what is the plan here? Because they're they're hoping that that arena deal in was it Tempe Arizona comes through. Yeah, but it's or, just like what team's gonna what like they have to build and manage their own stadium because nobody trusts them to pay their bills and shit, man. <laughs> there's literally going to be a referendum in. Te- Tempe, like so, yeah. the people of Tempe are gonna, are gonna vote whether they get the arena rights, like the builder arena. Like, <laughs> and the other and option, like that's nowhere close to guarantee. Which means Arizona is gonna have to spend a couple million dollars on lobbying people to vote to allow them to <laughs> exactly. have a stadium there, and they already have no money <laughs> because they can't pay their freaking bills half the time. <laughs> and it's and it's mess. it's so shit that like the, the Arizona the 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 schedule they have like they they just had their home opener last week they played the first eight games on the road and then they play a couple back home and then they're back on the road again for another like crazy long ass road trip. That's that's because they couldn't they didn't have the locker rooms and stuff set up and it's like dude you knew you were gonna be there since like this time last year. Yep. Yeah, I how agree. did you not like, work that, on that? That should have been one of the like couple. That's things. like a joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the important things that you need to get done. I feel. <laughs> and I think we talked. Someone said, I think it was Nick Kiprios uh, on on one of the radio hits he was doing in the summertime was like, the the players went to the facilities and they're like, this is bad. This is worse than they expected. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're seeing like I think even some of the players are being like, oh, this ice is the best I've ever played on. Like. Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> what, what is going on here? Like it's it's it's. You're literally driving. So these obvious. Players probably, these players probably own like super nice cars, and you're literally driving them onto a university campus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you imagine? We're just walking around Carlton. Yeah, yeah. we're just walking around Carlton, and then there's this one parking lot with like eight Lambos, Lambo. a couple Ferraris, <laughs> a Porsche or two. <laughs> Um, oh my god that'd be, that'd be so bad like it's so bad it's just so bad it's all bad it's oh, a joke and you want to talk about nhl valuations <laughs> and why the mls yeah, is exactly. like you know... this is this is why your valuations are low yeah and it's... i would be rating other teams lower valuation because of that it's also I'd be like i'm not yeah. paying full value for your team exactly one of your teams is playing in a universe yeah like right. how are you how are you gonna be like if you're <laughs> how mad are you if you're seattle like you're the nhl makes you spend like 700 million dollars on a the rights to build yeah. a team they make you build your own arena and everything you drop like a, a bi- super nice yeah, arena. a super nice arena like, you drop easily a billion dollars on to- like over a billion dollars <laughs> to just get this franchise up and running and then you have fuck. You could have just bought Arizona and fucking just like, <laughs> like I feel like I'd be so pissed as like one of the new franchise. Like, how do you, how can the NHL possibly go to anyone else and be like, if you want an expansion team with us, you're gonna have to pay us fucking seven hundred million dollars. And then they're gonna be like, what the but fuck? Arizona right is people- right there, <laughs> fucking playing in a university stadium, and you're gonna make me fucking pay. Seven hundred million dollars. Arizona isn't even worth seven hundred million dollars. Arizona <laughs> shouldn't be worth half of that. Like it's so. Oh my god. Okay, let's move Arizona on from Arizona. Like a hundred mil. Uh, <laughs> let's finish up with the Atlantic quickly. Um, Buffalo is obviously at the top. The other thing that was interesting about the Atlantic is uh, Tampa's still kind of uh, not struggling, but 
like, you know, meh right now, like just right there with like all the yeah, other. They've, yeah. they've started. I mean, the Atlantic's started pretty well, all things considered, right? Like all teams, oh. I think, are. Yeah. One one thing I wanted to mention about the Sabres is that they're third in the NHL in goals right now. Yeah. <laughs> Partly because they had a huge night the other night, but still. Third who in the NHL thought? in goals. Yeah. But and I think guess, like... guess who the two teams ahead of them are. I, I wonder if you guys can guess these. Edmonton? No. Boston is ahead. Boston, and there's one other team. And this is one team I never would have guessed. But then when I think back about it, over the games that happened, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's LA. <laughs> Crazy. That's it. And if you want, and if and yet LA's goal differential is still minus one. Yeah. Well, their, their <laughs> goaltending hasn't been great. Their defense hasn't been great. But the interesting thing, the reason why I wanted to bring up LA just to move away from the Atlantic, Gabe Velarde who I think a lot of people started to kind of write off as, you know, never gonna... Well, I think it's they started because he, they started to write him off because he had a serious back injury. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? He yeah, just was, he was constantly getting injured. He hasn't been yeah. playing much, but he's 23 now, I think. Yeah, he's 23 now, but he has 13 points in 11 games, eight goals. Eight goals yeah, in 11 games. He's second in the NHL in goals right now. Now it's very early on in the season. He's going to regress, yada, 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 all that stuff. But that's still like crazy. Like Gabe Lardy, sixth in the league in points, thirteen points, eleven games. Not a name goals. you thought you would see here after. Yeah, and he's playing like sixteen minutes a night with a lot of power play time. He's playing over three minutes a game. Brother, he had a yeah because his back injury that he had when it happened. It was shortly after he was drafted, like maybe the year after he was drafted. He had a back injury, and then. It was, you know, when you hear back injuries, you're always worried yeah. about long-term effects of that. Especially that young. That young, Holy yeah. Crap. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a really great comeback story. So, and I think that gives a lot of other people hope. But he's he is also playing on like the top line right now. Oh, do you? Exp- I mean, you, that's like good. he's playing he's with Kopitar. Well. Yeah. Yeah, he's playing with Kopitar and uh, Kempe. They have Fiala on the third line, kind of, which is whatever but he's also but fiala like who it's they brought on that's what i was just about to say yeah exactly <laughs> fiala is still killing <laughs> it he's on the third like that's why but this is why la is first in the league in goals right now it's because all their guys are just clicking right now velarde's killing it fiala is they're, they're a good team they should trade for carlson they don't care about contracts <laughs> they don't care yeah about they can they can rock money. drew dowdy and eric carlson on the back end for the next four years <laughs> at 11 million dollars each that's going to be a good use of cap space right there <laughs> but there's something they would do too like the... man because <laughs> they do not care about money they they care about win now again well, they still have Kopitar and Doughty. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But they also were supposed to be rebuilding, so they're kind of like a weird situation right now. Literally, Doughty and Kopitar said no. Like, we're not rebuilding. But they did. We're... They already did. <laughs> they got Byfield yeah, exactly. second overall. They, re- like, they retooled. Yeah, they did They did retool. They didn't really rebuild They because they didn't really fully bottom out for a couple of years or anything. Does that seem like what Kane and Taves are looking for? Like, yeah, do you but Chicago isn't it? good enough at drafting to do it. LA was really yeah. good at drafting and making the right yes. moves, so they were able to. Um, I don't. Chicago clearly hasn't been able to draft well. Like you know, Does their Kane third overall pick they year? had to lose. I mean, it says last year in his deal, so I'd, I'd expect so. 
would he be the highest trade ever return for oh. a rental probably for possibly, a rental yeah he could like he could easily go his, if he, he like someone would have to give up like a first a, another first probably like the bidding war would be crazy it would be really interesting to see especially if they retain because they could retain half right oh, which means they're getting they, Kane for five million dollars and I guarantee they will have to retain yeah, yeah, no team, no, no like, there's no basically no team that'll have ten million dollars of cap space at the deadline. No team going to the, like the yeah, the but they'll also probably just bring salary back and all that stuff. They'll probably retain, bring salary back, all that good stuff. But yeah, Kane could easily um, be the highest return um, out of rentals because uh, what was the who was the bigger who was one of the bigger rentals for the last couple of years? What did they get? Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I wish. Like, there's been a couple, like, get a couple, two first. Yeah. Claude yeah, Giroux got not even a first last year. That was probably the biggest rental there was. Yeah. Heigl got more for yeah. But he was because he has years of control, right? Yeah. <clears throat> ben Sherratt yes. got a first. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Ben Sherratt got a first. The Kane but the thing is, Kane's, like, multiple cup ever. winning winner, still exactly. point per game. Like, Giroud never won cups. Giroud wasn't. To you know, point per ninety game point anymore. game, ninety point seasons. I don't think Kane's point per game right now, though. But you know, he is. early. Oh, he is nine, nine and nine. Okay, perfect. So he's exactly there. Yeah, ninety two. He's also in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. So even you know, he's in Chicago. So even if he doesn't, even if he only has eighty points on a decent team, that would be ninety something points, right? <laughs> I don't know why it's not talked about more that Toronto. <laughs> That be putting in war yeah, but that I don't even that. know if they have the assets to make that trade happen. Yeah, like they'd, that's true. Fair they'd have enough. to give up like they, they don't have the only player Robertson, Sandine, a first, and another prospect. I would try to trade for Timo Meyer for sure. Timo Meyer's the better get, in my opinion. Like if you're picking between Kane and Timo Meyer, you want Timo Meyer because because I, I think they've said that they're willing to trade anybody. Shit on for that take. Yeah, I probably will, but like right now, I'll take Timo Meyer. I, I would take Patrick Timo Kane. Meyer always. Yeah, I love Timo Meyer. And Timo Meyer, the Leafs, shots. the Leafs do not Jeez. need another winger that can't play defense. Yes. Yeah, they need a guy who's good two ways, and Timo Meyer's sick. And can score. And can score. And Kane, Kane, one goal. Kane is, is also a well, weird fit for the Leafs too because it's like, where where do they slot him in exactly? Yeah, they already he's like he's like similar to Mitch Marner and they already have yeah, like Mitch Marner can't... with Johnny T. Throw him with Johnny T. They, where do you throw Nylander? Like, like Timo Meyer can play on the left. Yeah, Timo Meyer plays the left wing there. That's probably the Leafs. That's the compared... biggest weakness for the Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a better fit. You move I think. Kerfoot or whoever. Robert's Not that you can't throw like line. Nylander on the left wing and then put Kane with Tavares or something. Yeah, like I get it, but yeah, I think I think I'll we're going to see a historic. We're going to see a historic return this year in a trade. It'll be interesting because that'll be franchise changing for them, for sure. Um, for the Chicago. other interesting kind of uh, guys that you know, other than Velarde, Martin Nikas uh, has. 13 points in nine games right now for Carolina. Carolina is looking unreal too. Carolina, if Carolina gets this kind of production from their younger guys, like this is a 
very good potential cup year. Like uh, Shveshnikov has eight goals in nine games right now, <laughs> two assists, <laughs> like just fucking scoring it up. Uh, Sebastian Ajo has 10 points. Like all their young guys, all their younger forwards are just killing it right now. So this could be uh, a really big Seth year. For Jarvis him. excluded on that. Yeah. He's, yes. He's not repeating what he did last year. Well, right now it's still 10 games in. There's still 10. Yeah. Nikas took a, a little long to figure it out too, right? Like Nikas is now point per ga- or over point per game, but he's twenty three. Um, Jarvis is what twenty? I want to say twenty one. Yeah, this is second year. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, there's some nuance there. Nishushkin seven goals. Oh yes, my boy. Hurt and five assists. Boy. Got hurt. No he did got get hurt. hurt. Yeah, he did get hurt. But goal per game. <laughs> Top line winger. My I have him in mind too. One got hurt. Yeah, but I wanted to say yeah. that that talk about the Leafs' struggles, especially five on five. There's one team who has worse shooting percentage five on five, and that is Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Colorado's not doing. Colorado won so a cup far. though, so you know. Yeah, Colorado exactly. They, there's anymore. no criticism there. I'm not. I'm not saying they're the same. <laughs> they don't things get criticism equally, anymore. Yeah, yeah equally near the saying. same things, but you know. <laughs> And they're still in a playoff spot as of right now. So, actually, no, they're not. That central division's looking weird, eh? It's the Stars, Jets, and Blackhawks yeah, on top. Yeah, it'll, it, it, it is weird. Everything it'll will sort out. itself out. I mean, we were talking yeah, about three weeks early. into the season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's still really early. I mean, the Blackhawks are for sure going to fall off. Uh, but yeah. But there are teams doing real things. Like I think Vegas is for real. They're going to win that division. Oh yeah, Vegas Eichel's, is Eichel's a man possessed. I oh Vegas well, is for he real. should be. Yeah. Anyone that doubted Eichel is kind of stupid, in my opinion. Like the only valid Eichel, criticism of Eichel was injury. Maybe like, his maybe back his is... back is actually fucked up. But everyone yeah. talking about his leadership and his fucking. <laughs> mindset and all yeah. this other bullshit we were saying this constantly it was fucking stupid as long as he yeah. was healthy he was gonna perform in vegas and he's showing it like he's performing and logan thompson's been really good all the goaltending concerns yeah yeah that's true too i mean that could fall off at any second you know like yeah. we saw that with the leafs last who year. the hell is logan thompson no. right so yeah yeah you, nobody knows who logan thompson is but we that, still won't know who logan thompson is at the end of this year <laughs> their backup is still doing well too so Aiden Hill. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's getting... another guy that could fall off too, right? Oh, hundred percent. But yeah, and if they both fall off at once, that feel Vegas has actually been crazy. <laughs> like they've only allowed seventeen goals. That's among yeah. the oh, lowest in the league. Those guys right are lighting it up right now. Both of them are like Aiden Hill yeah. hasn't allowed more than two goals or something. Yeah, in a and game. Logan I mean, Thompson has a nine. They're literally av- they're literally averaging less than. Like two goals a game against right now, like that's crazy. But that's also because they do have a decent D in front of them. Like Petro Angelo has been better this year, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 So they they do have some good stuff going from Calgary. I mean, Calgary's been doing really well too. They just haven't played a lot of games yet. Like they're four behind the Kings right now in terms of games, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, Calgary's also doing great. Um, it looks like. <laughs> the we're uh, the Pacific Division is the division that we've gotten the most right so far, I think. When we did our so predictions, because we basically yeah. said the t- four teams that are in the playoff positions right now are the ones we called, and I think we called it more or less in this order. Except, you know, 
the Flames should be higher because they just played four less games or three less games than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that was like kind of the easiest one because yeah. there's the biggest disparity in in yeah in for sure quality of team. The other the other thing that's division. interesting the Devils have been really really good so far. The only issue the Devils are having it isn't goals it's goaltending. Goaltending. That's the only Blackwood reason they're is, losing right now. Blackwood is awful. Remember, remember but yeah. the uh, not Vimelka, uh, uh Vanacek. Vitek. Vanacek's yeah. doing decent. Yeah, he's been a good. He's been fine. Option. Yeah, but like that's the only thing stopping them right now from like dominating. Like, dude, they're scoring a lot. Hishier's doing great. Like, he's like twentieth in the league in scoring. I want to say he's top twenty or he's close to there. Last time I checked, Jesper Bratt. Jesper Bratt was like what sixth, seventh in the NHL in terms oh, of points right now. He's fifteen after points. the dumbass coach comments about you know oh he didn't he played enough with fifteen he's, minutes of ice time or whatever bullshit. What? He's still only averaging fourteen minutes. Fourteen exactly. fifty five. Exactly. Like it's he's just it's so dumb. Like much. if they just gave him four more minutes a night, like you just, you need to give him like four more shifts or five more shifts. Like, it, I don't get how he can't get him out there for a couple more shifts. It's so ridiculous. But anyways, yeah. like, you know, the coach isn't going to get fired while they're playing well. So they, you know, get it's crazy. Him, I, guess. But it's, still in the I think they're, I, yeah, but I think the, the Devils are playing well despite Lindy Ruff, not because of him. You know, there's teams where you like look at the coach they have a and good go, team. yeah, they have a good like team. Like a decent team. And I, honestly, I, I'm happy about that because like I was getting shit on so much the entire offseason by everyone going, oh, you're talking up the Devils way too much and all this shit. And everything that I said about the they Devils is basically coming true. Like, the Devils... They have your boy on their team. Which boy? Oh, Dougie Hamilton? John Marino. Oh, John Marino. Well, him too. Yeah, I mean, everything we said about the Devils is true. Offense is clicking, defense is clicking. It's just the goaltending. Like, that was the only worry we had about them going into the season. And it's pretty much... They low-key have so one of the best defense. They like, do. They have a super deep defense. Like They just yeah. have like one. I think there's a Mark Stahl that they have on the back end where you're like, okay, maybe not him, but everyone else. No, Dougie Hamilton, off. John Marino, Damon Severson, Yoga, uh, Jonas Siegenthaler, John Marino, and then Mark, you know, Mark Stahl. But it's like, not Mark Stahl. Really good guys. Hamilton, Graves, Marino, oh, Siegenthaler, Graves. Severson. Two. What? I forgot about Graves. I said, no, I, no like I, said, I said I forgot about Graves. You no, mentioned it. Yeah. Or Brendan Smith as well. They have Brendan Smith. That's Brendan the guy Smith, sorry, not like... Mark Stahl. Brendan Smith. <laughs> Brendan Smith's the one where you're just like, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? There, what yeah. are you doing here? But yeah. Uh, junior is killing it. Not very much. Yeah, I I can't say how much he does play, but he's uh, you know he's the only one where you're like, uh, I don't know about this. But yeah, uh, to speak to Martin's point a little bit earlier, uh, I think we could finish up with like just this. Yeah, one last. Unless thought. you guys have anything else, no, was one uh, last the, thought. the goalies. Jake Odinger is leading the league right now in terms of goal saved above expected, and uh, at number four is Logan Thompson, and at number six is Linus uh, Olmark for Boston. So there's some interesting names like Odinger is just going off, going off right now. It's continuing it's from his playoffs last year. Yeah. He at least single-handedly took out Calgary. <laughs> Yep. And, uh, you know, at the same time, Demko isn't really up at the top there. No. 
which is reflected in Vancouver now having, I think, like a 13% chance of making the playoffs this early into the year. Remember when we were saying it's like a coin flip? At the beginning of the year, like according to these odds that I'm looking at, they were at a 45% chance of making the playoffs. And in basically three weeks, they're now down to 13%. I'm not, it's I a mean, rough go. It's, it, we talked about it last week. It's just a really tough start for them. Yep. And it's going to be very hard to call the call their way out of it for sure. And it's deserved. Like they don't, that, that team really realistically doesn't deserve to be a, a very good team. Yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> They're, they they're don't done. have a moving needle team. Yeah, and uh, all like there's been more that's come out basically with management saying, "Hey, you know we're gonna have to do a re- you know players are gonna get waived." Like they're basically being you're talking about going savage mode, like waving guys thing. and like they're gonna have to make moves, and that management aren't the only ones that are gonna get moved. It's players too, and all this shit. Basically. I saw a really weird thing about how the management and coaches don't feel like they own Connor Garland's contract because it wasn't them that signed him. Connor Garland's a good player and not a bad contract. Wasn't he scratched? Yeah, yeah, he's been a healthy scratch. Like, he's been benched. Like, it's not going well for Connor Garland. <laughs> and that's because they don't feel like they own his contract. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. It's... It seems like dumb NHL speed yeah i don't, I don't like, know what the make fuck that, that player means. work that like d- doesn't even really make sense yeah I agree. <laughs> anyway with that i wanted to say thank you for listening okay one one prediction okay. quickly yeah ty is caulfield gonna hit 40 goals this year no oh okay hot take he has seven yep. goals in nine games right now. Or I, something know, like that. I know. I so know. That's your short king, but no. He's a quarter of the way there in 10% of the season. So, nope. you know. Montreal could just fall off a cliff, though, too. They're just running on good vibes right now. They do yeah. have the good vibes rolling right now. Yeah. At least they're Jack. Just wait, just wait till, like, January and yeah, it's cold and... They're miserable because they. Because <laughs> Jake Allen has been like really good for them, right? Like Jake, Jake Allen's, Allen's been, been really top good. ten in the league right now in terms of goaltending too, arguably like top five, top six. So yeah, he's been really good also. Anyways, I just wanted to get Ty's thoughts on that because that we're recording that and we're gonna look back at that prediction in if we ever remember. I think he's right. Like I don't. He might. You also gotta he think like, like he's 30. he's he's on a he's been on a hot streak. He's been on a hot Marty, streak since Marty. Yeah, he's not gonna keep up. Yeah, but you know, like you got to think about last year. But still, he's, he's fucking sick. He's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know hey, what man. else to say other than he's sick. Yeah. Hey, man, we want to thank you for listening. Luke and the podcast here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.